millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, DeMar DeRozan, Alvin Williams, Andrea Bargnani, Joey Devine, Jose Calderon, Morris Peterson, Jorge Garbayosa, Marcus Campy, Sean Keane, Rosho Nesterovich, Keon Clark, musical guest effed up, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Round Ball Rock. I'm Dave Schilling. Sean Keen, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Dave? Pretty nice. Been enjoying my little second round vacation. Boy, has this been boring. Joey Devine. Hi. It's lit, fam. It's not, though. It's the second round of the playoffs. It, these playoffs are not. This second round has not been lit, fam. Yeah, the first round was great, and here we are kind of just getting through these, uh, the, 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 the sweeps, and then, of course, these kind of plotting affairs. No game has been under 10 points. Uh, no, the Raptors only lost by seven in game oh. four. <laughs> okay, well, that's the closest game we've had in the playoffs. There we go, the baby. <laughs> One out of 15. <laughs> Well, it's almost over. It uh, seems like Wizards, Celtics, and Spurs, Rockets are going to go maybe seven here. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start where I love to start, with some of that listener mail. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. Oh, yeah. 
Of course, tweet at us out at Round Rock Pod on Twitter and email us at roundballrockpod at gmail.com. First and only message we got is from Mark in Sacramento. He says, hey, all big fan of the podcast, heading to Vegas for the week. Got any hot NBA playoff tips? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, these Warriors look pretty strong. <laughs> what do you guys think? Maybe the Cavs? They're not bad. Yeah, strong. <laughs> Seriously, though, guys, what, anything? Um, any any prop bets? No, we shouldn't Tasty be prop? betting uh, based on our Raptors picks. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, <laughs> fucking Raptors suck. We have not been doing a lot of great gambling. I wanted to bet on the Clippers in Game 7 of that series. What? I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, I think we talked about that last week. That's right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bet on them in, to win the second half. Listen, I think... It was terrible. I think my Raptors bet wasn't outrageous at the time. Cleveland wasn't playing super well. Um, it's true. You did make that bet at the trade deadline, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I can be punished for that. Nor should Chris Epps Porzingis be punished for tweeting Los Angeles Clippers in three smiley faces. Because apparently... Oh, oh we got We got to do a news drop before we oh, go into the man. news, buddy. <laughs> we, got, we can't let that robot down. Hey, robot, can you do the news drop, please? This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, thanks, robot. I mean, we got to get our money's worth from that thing. We bought him from Vivek Renadive. So. It cost $150,000. That's why we need a new sponsor every podcast. Cheap. So Porzingis up tweeted Los Angeles Clippers and three smiley faces. Right. And now he claims he was hacked. Sure. Uh, and I also believe him, Dave. I think we all believe him. He's in Latvia, right? Is he overseas? I mean, I don't believe that he was... I think somebody, like, tweeted as a practical joke. Well, he has... Apparently, he has a couple people that use that account yeah. as well. Um, I just thought it was funny that he showed the receipts the way that he did. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's why I believe him. Is that the three smiley face emojis were not in his the screenshot of his recently used emojis? Now, time out. That's true. This is an easily fakeable screenshot. You could just screenshot from anybody's <laughs> phone. Yeah. And be like, oh, no, that wasn't me. I still believe him. I um, believe Porzingis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're all on the same page here. Uh, Steve Kerr had another back procedure. Yeah. Don't get back surgery, guys. Also,. The big news about Steve Kerr's back surgery, frankly, is that I heard uh, Tim Kawakami, Bay Area uh, troll writer, uh, the other day. He's a muckraker. Apparently, they'd known that he was going to have this back surgery for a while, and Steve Kerr did not want to uh, release it, but Joe Lacob just casually dropped this thing they didn't want to talk about in an interview <laughs> with Bloomberg Radio. <laughs> and also, Joe Lacob prefaced it by saying, well, I have a medical background. <laughs> no, you don't! You're not a doctor. He's been to the doctor before. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, the procedure sounds, uh, you know, painful. It's like, yes, and it's <laughs> it's like microfracture for your back. Can you explain basically. this? Yeah, they they inject your own blood 
into the area where the dura material of your spine it has holes. And the idea is that the blood will like clot and block the leaking spinal fluid, which is also what they did to Amari Stoudemire's knee in 2006, basically. Well, that worked out. Uh, Jesus. If, if it was up to me, and it's not, guys, spoiler alert, it's uh-huh. not up to me, I would just say, as Steve Kerr, I'm sitting out the rest of the playoffs. This is ridiculous. I'm not coming back. I mean, I think that is what's happening. Yeah, but he's not just... He, he said it's unlikely. Uh, he said, I'm waiting for my doctor to tell me. Uh, but he hasn't just come out and said, I'm not. But I think getting... I think getting surgery is when... That's the white flag to because uh, you don't just come back after getting back surgery. I just think he needs to be really explicit and say, I'm not coming back because it will continue to be an issue, especially if they lose a game to Houston or San Antonio. People will start second guessing Mike Brown. If they fall behind 2-0 to the Cavs, people are going to be second guessing. I mean, Mike I've Brown. been second guessing Mike Brown because his tie choices have been <laughs> awful. That's a bad. I don't really have that much of a problem with his in-game strategy. No, but, but the ties are really a problem. He was wearing like a tennis ball colored tie. Yeah, it was like then... he spilled Mountain Dew on his tie, <laughs> yeah. or his tie became Mountain Dew. And he was Dew. wearing like a red tie that was like. Shiny and also un it was tied incorrectly. It was his tie look is what gives me pause for Mike Brown as the coach. Yet he was the most fashionable man in Cleveland while he was there <laughs> wearing exactly the same clothes. Alonzo Ball. Uh oh. Wait, he's a rapper now? So oh yeah. I feel like this is a bad move. Um for a variety of reasons, but let me explain. <laughs> His rap name is Zo Two, right? Same name as his shoe. Which those those shoes can't be called the Zo Two because they're ones. Sure, they're the first shoes. You can't have the number like you refer to shoes as ones, twos, and threes. Yeah, Your first shoe can't be two. Joey, I don't know if you're thinking like a big baller here. I'm not thinking like yeah, a big see. baller. First of all, two is more than one. <laughs> I'm sure that that's what LeVar Ball was thinking is like, yo, man, you could be they could be the ones, but like two is one more. No, he's one. thinking, oh, O2 like oxygen, Zo2. That's what they're oh, so thinking. Oh, so there's going to be like a Zo2 too? Yeah. And more importantly, the only number one in the Ball family is LeVar. That's a really good yeah, point. It's true. Yeah. That's a fair point. He's the only one in the family that could take LeBron James one-on-one. That's right. So. Did he say he could take LeBron James one-on-one? I don't know. Oh, my God. He said he was a very good basketball player. and that's He said he was a better dad than LeBron James. I remember (laughs) that. Don't talk about my kids, of course, is a legendary response. Um, So he guessed first on – he did a guess first on a song by a rapper from Chino Hills named DC The Dawn. Chino Hills? Yeah. Or Chino? Chino Hills is what my – I read Chino Hills rapper – yeah. That's what I read. Is, is he that, a white guy? I don't know. No, he is okay. not. His name is DC the Dawn. He is from Milwaukee because uh, he has a song called, I think it's called From the Mill to Chino Hills, where he explains the story. Oh, yikes. Our research team uh, <laughs> listened to some fairly mediocre or good or bad. It's really hard to tell with a SoundCloud <laughs> rapper, I have to say. 
And they're just rapping over a Drake remix, so it sounds uh-huh. fine. Yeah. You know? Production-wise, it's a- excellent because how's, it's someone else's song. How's Lonzo sound, Sean? Uh... I don't think he's very good. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> I know that he's Dame Dalla level, but he's better than I thought he would be. He's I better mean, than Kobe. Well, I mean, most people are better at... At rapping? Yes. Kobe was... Dog shit, yeah, but yeah. I, he's better than me at rapping. I couldn't rap. I think if you practiced for like a month, nope. you could become a better rapper than Kobe was. Come on, dog. No, Kobe was... Kobe was like an all-time bad rapper. He's he's like the problem is that he probably he just approached it like he approaches everything in his life. Like, well, I'm going to immerse myself. I'm just going to rap for 18 hours a day while I'm doing exercises, and I'm going to bring in some talented people. And then you end up with like a muse cage situation, only with hip hop. You know. Look, let's not debate whether or not. I'm better at rapping. Could you get than Kobe? Tyra Banks to sing on your track? Definitely not. Yeah, that's another that's true. another plus in the Kobe call. <laughs> Was I ever on a Destiny's Child song? Nope. That's true. Um, so he's rapping about backpacks. Is that what I, I'm seeing here? I was reading some of the lyrics, and yeah, so one of the things he was bragging about was that he was wearing an MCM backpack, and uh, I'll admit it. I had to look up what that actually was. And it's Man Crush a, Mondays. That's it's what Man I thought it Monday's was. Backpacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's they, they they cost eight hundred dollars. They're nah. like oh, that's backpacks. a big baller backpack. Yeah, we uh. haven't really talked about the shoe yet. Can we talk about the shoe? Oh, sure, yeah, sure. We can talk about the shoe. You got things to say about that shoe? Well, I agree with everyone saying it looks like a Kobe, which is well, already a strike against it that it's a knockoff of a better shoe. It looks like half a Kobe with like a weird Adidas sole, right? Yeah, and there's not really a lot of uh, flair to it. It's just a black shoe with some gold yeah, accents. Yeah, it's very boring. It actually feels like a shoe that I would have bought without confidence because I'm like, look, I want to get these nice shoes, but I don't know what I'm doing here. So I'm just <laughs> right. going to get something that's that's really plain. Shiny. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, who's manufacturing these and distributing them? Like, well, when does that's Levar clearly the money? problem, though. Like, that's why it's $500. Right. Because he doesn't have enough. Like, to get the shoe price down, you have to order, like, so many shoes. And where do you store them? Right. Here's the weird thing about LeVar Ball and these shoes to me is I am all about, like, players trying to take their own brands and like take control from these shoe companies and like be disruptors or whatever. I just wish it wasn't LeVar Ball charging $500 for a very bad shoe. It's going if it's going to be anybody that's doing it it's going to be someone's dad though. I mean it's what he should be- have done is gone the like Starberry route. And, like, partnered with, like, Leaning or one of those companies or Anta or, like, even just some, like, chain champs. Like, well, let's who's th- who's making them? That's who's what I don't know. Them? Well, I'm, I'm sure it's a single manufacturer. Like, you, if you watch Shark Tank, people find, like, a single manufacturer. 
But that's why they're five hundred dollars because he doesn't have the scale to get the cost of making them down. Let's look at the options. And also, if you had. saw the unveiling, you could tell they only had the one pair of shoes, right? Because none of them were wearing the shoes, right? But let, let's... like all the balls were wearing Jordans at the <laughs> unveiling of the shoe. Also, underrated part of this is uh, there's a $900 special version that comes with its own glass case. That's my <laughs> favorite thing in the world. Uh, it's autographed, right? Yeah. Uh, also, what's very strange to me is that if you have a size 14 or bigger, the shoes are $200 more. So if you're a basketball If you're player. a basketball player, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what that means? $700. Okay, well... <laughs> Let's 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 really think about this because he had options, right? He could have signed with Nike or Adidas. Well, they all wouldn't touch him. They wouldn't touch him because Lavar demanded <laughs> that they do a licensing deal with Big Ball sure. Brand. Okay, so you could have he could have just signed a regular contract. Yeah, and they probably wouldn't have done a signature shoe for his rookie season no. because who the fuck knows if he's going to be good? Right. Second option is what you suggested, which is finding a Chinese manufacturer like Li Ning or something of that nature and doing a partnership there. You know what that looks like? That looks like you're a second-rate player. That looks like you are not good enough to have your own signature shoe with a real American manufacturer. Yeah, well, option it- number three <laughs> is to do what he did, which is fucking insane, but he's like thrown his dick on the table and said, all right. What do you think? Well, did you hear? Did you hear what his Nike offer was? No, a five-year contract, two million dollars a year. That was from Nike. That's from Nike, and, according to Lavar. He said, "Blow me, no, thank you." You got to license big, the big me. baller plan. <laughs> blow me. <laughs> you got to you got to sell these two hundred and twenty dollars slides, or listen, else I'm out. Listen, man, if it works, and L- L- Lonzo Ball is good next year, he's going to be very wealthy. But if he's terrible. He's the laughing. Star I mean, isn't it think it kind of depend on the shoes? No. Like, if he's good, people those... will, people. There are people who bought the Steph Curry shoes because they're Steph Curry shoes, even though they're not. Well, on yeah, the but level those are like a hundred dollars in there for kids. Like kids are who buys the Steph Curry shoes sure. because it's Steph Curry. But they're just are... like the reason Jordans became popular is when we were kids, we wanted Michael Jordan's shoes. Right, but there are there are dudes who spend thousands of dollars on hoverboards and shit, and like, or at least used to, because it seemed like a cool thing to do. There is a there is a market for Yeezy Boost. Well, shoes. that's the thing, is weirdly that's who he's going after. Right, is Yeezys. Well, there are rich people who are dumb enough to do it. I guarantee you, there is enough that they can make a profit. If he's good, and so does it? Does it come? Yeah, it comes down to him being good. He's making a bet on his son that is outrageous. I mean, I think it's all going to come down to where he plays and how well he plays, which is why the lottery is going to be so fascinating this year because it's going to decide where Lonzo Ball is going to play and if the shoe is going to be successful or not. The city of New Orleans. (laughs) I I don't know why. I just really think the Pelicans are going to jump to like. Third, <laughs> just I just hope not. because of the Kings. 
God damn, I hope not. Um, let's move on. Did you see Rudy Gay opted out, by I, the way, guys? I did. But we News? have more important stories than Rudy Gay opted out. I'm just out. saying that's tight. Like, he doesn't have to go back to basketball hell. When is he able to walk again? Isn't and he still hurt? Yeah, but that's how much he hates Sacramento, that he is injured and still, and not going to get that much as much money as he gave up. But he just wants out. Yeah. It's a terrible town. Basketball hell. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green. Yeah. Of all people. <laughs> has said that Kelly Olynyk of the Boston Celtics is a dirty player, guys. I mean, he's correct. He is also <laughs> he's he's a, correct. He's probably the dirtiest player in the league. Yeah. We were talking about this uh, before we went on the air, Joey and I, and uh, we're in agreement that what Draymond Green does is he... Uh, tries to get a competitive advantage through physicality in big games. He's dirty, yeah, he's for di- sure. Yeah, but he's no dirtier than some of the greats in the Hall of Fame. Than Chris Paul. Sure. No, yeah. he's, he is. He's very Chris Paul dirty. He's crafty. Yeah. But there's a difference between crafty and just But those guys can clumsy. play. Yeah. Kelly Olenek can't play so he grabs people. Yeah. He sucks. I mean, he... Let's just be honest. He sucks. He knocked Kevin Love out of the playoffs by essentially... Pinning his arm and yanking it out of the socket. Yep. And then continually has not stopped doing that same move. He was doing that in the playoffs against the Bulls this year. Is he the least popular player in the NBA, you think? Just in terms of, like, let's say everybody's at the club for All-Star Weekend and he just happens to be in the same town. Oh, I thought you were saying with the fans, and I'm like, no, he's a white player in Boston. <laughs> they will go no, no, to no, no, they no, will no, go no. to war for him. I mean, I mean, half of India, NBA fandom does not know he exists. That'll be a great moment though in Game Five when Kelly Olynyk gets a standing ovation in Boston, and then they boo the shit out of a black guy. <laughs> but more importantly, <laughs> do you think other players hate him as much as we hate him? Like I the think they do. Actually, they must. I mean, Kelly Oubre certainly does. He's not bringing hot chicks to the club. He's not pro- probably not spending money freely at dinners. Uh, <laughs> he probably isn't particularly funny in the locker room. He's not good at basketball. So what does he bring to the table? At least they're, you know, like there's there are shitty white guys in the league, but they're fun. Right. Like Spencer Hawes guys think he's funny because he's crazy. Yeah. He wears Kelly Olenek isn't even crazy. No, he's just bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> like every every hair look is a bad decision. He looks I don't like a, understand what's happening with his beard. He looks like a baseball player. But even a ba- even a baseball team would be like, cut your hair or you need to grow that beard even dumber and dye it <laughs> dye it blonde. <laughs> but they would like his his um shitty attitude. They would like that. <laughs> No, he definitely would. If Kelly Olynyk played baseball, he would definitely really care about the unwritten rules. Draymond Green is obviously very bored with this Utah series. Yeah, being that he w- has been in Salt Lake City for a while, um, not even that long. Long enough to, <laughs> to start saying some stuff to the the media. Yeah, he apparently after shoot around just answered every single question everybody gave him about anything. <laughs> Asked about the Cleveland Cavaliers, he says, "I like to watch good basketball. When you're watching Cleveland play, you're only watching one side <gasps> of good basketball. That's kind of weak to me. I like watching a good game, not even necessarily that's going to be a close <laughs> game. I like to watch teams playing good basketball." 
And when you watch them play, you watch one team play good basketball, and then you watch everybody else do something. I don't know what that something is. That is. <laughs> so what he's so saying is great. he's not even saying anything about Cleveland. No, he's like, he's, he's he, like all the teams in the Eastern Conference suck. It sounds like he's trash-talking Cleveland. No. And he constantly says he like he finds their games unwatchable. But then it's like, I'm just so disappointed in the Toronto Raptors. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, they because are. Because Indiana played basketball against them. They screwed up a lot, but but they played real basketball and came up short because of their inferior players. I don't really know what Toronto was doing for most of this series. I don't either. I don't want to dwell too long on Toronto after they broke my well, heart. Well, we're going to get to that. Yeah, right too, but right. damn, they they just looked like they were they wanted to be playing golf. Um, on the Spurs Rockets, Draymond says, 2-2 says exactly how those games have gone. Like, if you look at the Boston-Washington series, 2-2 doesn't say how those games are going. If the record said how those games are going, it'd be 4 nothing Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond is going to be a really great replacement for Charles yeah, Barkley yeah. on Inside the NBA. Uh, and then finally, Draymond is still boycotting the Raiders, even though they have signed Marshawn Lynch. But apparently he hangs out with Marshawn Lynch all the time. Yeah, he and Marshawn are real good friends. He also Beast says mode. he also says that you. They asked him what it's like to watch games with Marshawn, and he said, "You he can't talk about it because it's like unpublishable." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I don't know I, what, what exactly that means. I think he meant language, but that's what I want to hear. Yeah. All right, well, let's go through these horrendous Eastern Conference games. <laughs> well, know, hold on. You got to get the intro of the playoff drop. Uh, I, I don't know that there are drops. Let's, can we do a drop here, guys? <laughs> I've been around I'm, for a month. <laughs> I'm off every other week, so I don't know. All right, just do the playoff drop, guys. Okay. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're going to be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. All right, so uh, Cleveland swept Toronto. I'm glad we had an intro for that, for this <laughs> fucking garbage. Um, game four is the only second round game to be within 10 points. We mentioned that. Uh, actually, let's talk about the predictions first because uh, we fucked up. So yeah. I said Cavs in seven. Mm-hmm. What? Where? What? <laughs> Why? What was it? Oh man, I really wanted the Raptors to hang in there, didn't I? Uh, Sean, you said Cavs in six. I so did. good job. You were close. I mean, not really though. You were I closer feel, than me. I feel like me. I was still off by like four games. Yeah, uh, and then Joey is has been doing something bad to his brain because he said Toronto would win the series in seven <laughs> games. I just wanted a series. Like I was hoping against hope that someone would challenge Cleveland, and that was just Look, it was a hope pick, you know. On paper, they should have been able to win a game or two. They have two great backcourt players, allegedly. They are not great. They have, you know, <laughs> PJ Tucker, Norman Powell. Maybe those guys are decent role players. Serge Ibaka, I don't know. Jonas, nah. Valanciunas. Like, they played so many guys, too. Like They have a lot of guys, but they all played like shit at the same time. Yeah. I mean, no one could score. Nope. No one could score on Darren Williams and Channing Frye. <laughs> Cal Corver was locking dudes down on the perimeter. 
Yeah, what did we miss? Did we just miss that the Cavs are really good? Yeah, I think the Cavs have finally stopped fucking around. And that's uh, even though they're fucking around. Even though they're fucking around more than ever. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James is pretending to drink beer on He's the spinning the ball before <laughs> shooting. Um I mean he's like yeah, he's yanking guys off the court to prove no, he, he might have broken Norman Powell with yeah. that move. Yeah. Did you see that? He sunned him by preventing him from making a mistake. At this point, the Raptors were so thoroughly decimated that I don't even know how those twelve guys play basketball next season. <laughs> like maybe they should all just like retire or 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 play the Globetrotters on tour next season because that was humiliating. You know who they should have tried just for the fuck of it? Bruno? DJ Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> <laughs> just go hot Kabaka? off his D League championship. <laughs> they had nothing to lose. Except Is that for four Jerry games. Stackhouse's team? Yeah. See, yeah, they might try to bring in Stack. Get a new get a new voice in that huddle. D League coach of the year, Jerry Stackhouse. Hey man, what if uh DeRozan, Lowry, and uh Ibaka just played the big three this year. They're not old enough. Do you think Lowry? Is there a is there an age minimum? Yeah, thirty five. <laughs> well, uh, although the I'll first pick in the draft was thirty one years old, so Sean McCants was in college ten years ago. <laughs> uh, what is Cleveland going to do while they wait for the Wizards and Celtics to eat each other alive? You know, I think that. Kevin Love probably has a lot of hobbies that he's not very good at, mm -hmm. but is like real passionate about. He definitely brews his own beer. <laughs> oh yeah, like oh for sure. Um, I bet he has like a secret SoundCloud. I bet he's on Red Pill all the time. Oh, you think he's like a, a <laughs> no, pickup just, guy? Just yeah. <laughs> any white NBA player, I assume they're on Red Pill constantly, <laughs> trying to get hot tips. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, I it's too bad. For LeBron, because if he'd done this in the first round, he could have went to Coachella like he wanted. Yeah, he really they just couldn't get it done. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he was trying to going to go to the Fire Festival if it had had a second weekend? <laughs> no, playoff LeBron would never do such a thing. Yeah, do, uh, but like, do they make a trip? They have like nine days off. They have a lot of time. I don't. I I feel like they're probably just going to do a couple practices every week until. Till it starts and stay you, home, stay in Cleveland, you know, have some sea bass, just chill out. Do you think Dwayne Wade's going to visit him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Is they're going to go gonna on visit? a trip. They'll go on. Oh, yeah, because the whole boat's free right yeah, now. The banana boat is <laughs> there just waiting for Nobody's LeBron. working. Drop man. anchor, baby. It's time. Um, Get out your that, life vest. Work on that summer tan. Do you think here's my question about the Cavs. Do you think after this series Tyron Lue still thinks coaching the Cleveland Cavaliers is the hardest job in sports? No, cuz that's what he said. Well, what do you before think is this series? What do you think is the hardest job in sports? General manager of the Browns. Steve Javi. He's got to hide in that cave until <laughs> they turn those lights on. They just, like, slip, like, a tray of food underneath the door. Just blinking his eyes and trying to explain what he thinks a flagrant foul is. Periodically, the guard just, like, starts I mean, did you see that sandwich he was eating? It was so sad. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough gig. Um, it's, it's either Steve Javi or the host of First Take. Yeah. <laughs> 
so Kyle Lowry has officially decided to opt out of his contract, and rumor has it, rumor has it, <laughs> that he's looking, he's looking towards a Western Conference. Go West, young man. Why? Why? Why I would he want to do that when it, the competition is actually much harder in the Western Conference? I think this is a hint. Spurs, Kyle Lowry wants to come there. Listen, man, that is the one, like, most glaring, because there are holes on that team, but the most glaring hole is Tony Parker is a dunzo, and they have to replace him with a point guard. Mm-hmm. It's either Kyle Lowry or Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul fits better into that system and that culture than Kyle Lowry. I don't but, know. But Chris Paul's going to take... Like like the Clipper, the difference is the Clippers are going to give Chris Paul that five year mega max he wants. Sure, and I don't know if the, if the Raptors are going to give Kyle Lowry a five year max. Either way, if the Spurs bring in those one of those two guys, they are going to scream at Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh yeah, during practice all day every day. <laughs> yeah, that guy's that guy's life is not getting any easier next season. <laughs> After they get bounced in five games against the Warriors, uh, there's going to be some question marks yeah. directed at him. I have heard he, he is playing on a sprained knee, however. Kyle Lowry or Lamarcus Aldridge? No, Lamarcus Aldridge. Aldridge. He stinks. <laughs> <laughs> played really well in game three. Yeah, I if, don't if care he's, about his knee. If Fuck he's, him. If he's hurt, then I feel bad for him that we're all shitting on him. He should just own up to it. So we no, don't it's keep... the playoffs. He can't, he I guess can't after, they get, yeah. after they get eliminated. I mean, we'll get to it. them. Yeah, you're right. We'll you're get right. to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we're talking Kyle Lowry right now, going west. Lakers, maybe. Would you would you give him five years if you were Toronto? He's thirty. Thirty one. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be his last contract. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't that's, know. That's the end of that's the end of his career. At thirty six, he's done. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think he's not getting any better. He's getting injured. He's small. Yeah. That's the thing about him. You have to remember he's really small. Yep. He's a good defender, but he's not tall. So it's not like Mike Conley, who you can kind of imagine, even at the end of that deal, like like what's, what's Mike Conley going to be at the end of that deal? Kirk Heinrich? That's not sure. that bad. You know, Kyle Lowry seems like he'll be maybe just not even playable or in the league. Right. How bad do we feel for Toronto as a city? After, you know, finally developing a fan culture. They're used to this, though. This is like the Maple Leafs are who they actually care about, and they do worse than this every year. Aren't the Blue Jays trash now, too? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's still May, man. I haven't started paying attention to baseball yet. It's just, I feel terrible for Drake, because who's he going to root for in the playoffs now? Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, duh. Or LeBron James, or... All his favorite teams, uh, most of his favorite teams are still around. Well, the problem is that he's friends with all of those people. (laughs) It's not like he can pick a team and then be like, fuck you, LeBron, even though we hang out every single weekend. He's going to show up wearing a jersey that's like half Cavs, half Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Where did he fall last season? Because he was, was he at the, he must have been at the finals, right? He wasn't really picking sides, but yes, he was there. Um. He's just not allowed to pretend to be a coach anywhere except Toronto, so that that's tough. Official for him. ambassador. Well, he he stands up in his courtside seats constantly and paces around and points to players and <laughs> yells at refs. I mean, Jackie. Do you to think do that. that undermines Dwayne Casey? 
I think I think getting swept by the Cavs undermines <laughs> TBH. Um, well, this series is over. Let's move on to one that is not yeah. over yet. The Celtics and the Wizards are tied 2-2 now, where I thought, oh, man, the Wizards are done for. They came back, and they won a couple games at home. Kelly Oubre pushing Kelly's. One one Kelly enter, or two Kelly enter, oh, one Kelly one leave. Kelly leave. <laughs> yeah, it's a battle of the the oddly named basketball players. Uh, I don't think Kelly's a really effective male name I anymore. think they should fist fight, and Kelly Tripuca has to referee it. <laughs> Or Kelly Preston. Um, all right. <laughs> Kelly so Slater, bro. <laughs> let's go through the predictions. I said Boston in five. Um, well, that's was, not happening. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, you guys are a little bit more reasonable. Sean, Boston in six, which is where I think it's heading, potentially. Uh, either six or seven. It has to be, clearly. Uh, Joey said Wizards in seven. Wizards are the better team. We've seen that now. I think we were saying that before the series started. The Wizards were a better team. Yeah. But Boston has a home court advantage. And thus far, home court advantage has been crucial in this series. Yeah. I, I, it, it was, I guess... I mean, they have the home teams have <laughs> the won. home teams have won all four games. But it just what do you seems mean? like it just seems like when you're winning by 30, you know, like I, I give home court advantage like a point or two well, in I, your advantage, you know? I think it's just because the the, the two fan bases are, are very vocal, and uh, Isaiah Thomas feeding off of that Boston strong love. And oh, Wall. yeah, they love Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, are you Those... just saying because they're racist? Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> they, love, they love that little guy. Um, he's not. He's non-threatening. He's one of the good ones. That's but, what they, but, that was the sign I saw. That was... Uncomfortable, <laughs> but Sean <laughs> makes a, a fine point. Uh, Washington had a twenty-two to nothing run in Game Three and a twenty-six to nothing run in Game Four. How yeah. much of that really is home court is up for debate. But what I want to ask is, well, how, how does that even happen? How do you give <laughs> up that many points and then not score any? How is how is Brad Stevens still a great coach when that happens in consecutive games? Well, he's a great coach because he took a team with Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Al Horford, Terry Rozier, etc. to yeah. heights. Terry that they don't Rozier deserve. is in the top four we're naming for Boston Celtics he's now. Playing a lot of he's playing a lot of minutes. <laughs> Although his fight with Brandon Jennings in game three was hilarious because <laughs> it was just Brandon Jennings baiting him into fouls because Brandon Jennings cannot play. Right. But He's very annoying. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they kind of traded foul calls and then they kept yelling at each other. And the ref was like, all right, I'm, you have to stop fighting each other. You have to stop pushing each other. Stop. I'm giving you double tacticals. Calm down. And then, like, a minute later, they just never stopped fighting and yelling at each other and pushing each other. And at no point was it, like, near punching no, either. They were it was just all being like, very annoying. They were like kids in a back seat. <laughs> and finally, because it was, like, a 30-point game, the ref was like, fine, you're just get out of here. <laughs> Go to the locker room. What's the matter with you guys? It's, it's, it's fascinating to me these two teams hate each other so much because uh, they're both equally mediocre in a lot of – the same ways um, well yeah and also it's it's a bunch of guys where you wouldn't even think they'd have that much loyalty to even their 
sit, like Brandon Jennings has been on the Wizards a month and a half. Yeah, but he's he. You know what he's doing? He's trying to earn their respect so that he stays. He doesn't yeah. want to leave, so he's gonna start throwing elbows and jaw jacking with people yeah. to prove no, I'm I'm very loyal to Washington. I love people, Washington. Yeah, because people are gonna realize that Trey Burke is actually better than him, which is well, yeah, duh. I mean, that's rough to say, but a uh, doy. Trey Burke was not good at basketball, but Brandon Jennings is. His legs don't work anymore. He can't score points. I'm glad you brought. <laughs> I'm glad that we're talking about him now because that leads me to our next topic of discussion. Should we be worried, or should Washington be worried, that even though they won games three and game four in in commanding fashion, their bench is still terrible, and they're playing. Brandon it's going to be less of a problem if uh, Bradley Beal is actually going to play well, like he did in game four. Uh, which was so predictable because on Thursday's show, Sean and I talked about how we think the Scrub Lord might be back, and of course, <laughs> you this say is his what name happens. three times, and he <laughs> does come back. Don't yeah, pour was... water on him after midnight, <laughs> yeah, or he'll go back to being a Scrub Lord. And yeah, I, d- I think he got, I think he got kind of tired in Game Two as well. Not that he was playing great before that, but by overtime, it wasn't like. Isaiah Thomas's unstoppable will. It was that Scott Brooks was like, I haven't been able to sub these guys out for 45 minutes <laughs> right. because look at this bench. I mean, they are lucky in that it doesn't appear that John Wall does get tired. No. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's leaving it all out there. And this might be, if we don't remember the series for anything other than this, that's fine. But this is John Wall's sort of playoff coming out part. Also, Jan Mahimi finally played. Yeah, he minus 13 <laughs> in one game. Uh, no, he and Brandon Jennings uh, played 31 minutes in the last game, and they scored one point. I think this is a depressing series to watch because both of these teams are so shitty compared to the Cavaliers. We're just we're watching two terminal cancer patients have a slap <laughs> fight. I think the Wizards could get a game. Against the Cavaliers? Well, they have they have actual all stars. Sure, like like John Wall and Bradley Beal are good players, and then you're like, oh, Gortat, that is a guy who could, like Gortat would start on the Warriors. Probably. You know what? I'm going faux 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 for Cleveland at this point. Well, they're, I they I'm probably also going faux faux faux. I'm just saying, watching John Wall is so much different than watching Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, trying to, to trying to. Trying to dance at the three-point line. If I had a choice between watching Marcus Martin, Jay Crowder, or Bradley Beal and John Wall, I would take Bradley Beal and John Wall in a heartbeat. But regardless, it's we're just marking time. We're marking time until the finals. That has become abundantly clear. Yeah. This the the playoffs. The second round is uh is a fait accompli. It sucks. Uh, that's why I'm here and not somewhere else. Uh, final question. Who's going to win? It's a best of three now. Boston has home court advantage. I, I just, I think Washington's going to do it now. I think, I think they, they've been so dominant. And I think, I think Isaiah Thomas might have a broken jaw too. He yep. does have a broken jaw. Yeah. Have they, did yeah. they actually say so? Yeah. Cause he, um, I don't know if they've saw, they've either solved him by just not letting him, they're just, they're not doubling onto him anymore, right. and they're letting him kind of take a shot because 
he was sort of killing them with passes. And I don't know, Boston will play better in in Game Five, but I kind of don't think Kelly Oubre is going to care that a bunch of uh, you know fat white people are booing him. <laughs> I don't think he cares. <laughs> I think it's going to be Boston in seven. I think it's gonna they're going to win at home both games, and that's that's going to do it. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Give me Washington, bro. Everybody's, Still, I'm sticking everybody's with Washington. Washington. No. Celts, baby. I'm going green. And you're saying Washington, too? Yeah, I think they'll win game five. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Are you frustrated by all these new school barbershops? Are you? With their fancy side shaves and pomades? Do you get disappointed when you're offered a free can of beer instead of a well-aged Pinot Noir? Do you want your barber to ask, at most, three questions during your haircut? Then you want to go to Pop Clips. Pop Clips is the hair salon created by San Antonio Spurs coach Greg Popovich. It's the most efficient haircut system you can have, holding to a few simple principles. Number one, defend the hairline. Pop Clips protects the hairline with precise cuts, hair tonics, and immediately benching any stylist who lets hair follicles slip. Number two, never give up. Even when there's massive hair loss and bald spots, Pop Clips will treat you like Mano Ginobili and never, ever shave you bald. Number three, when in doubt, let Tim Duncan take over. Tim Duncan has spent his retirement visiting Pop Clips locations, eating Slam Dunkinos at every meal, and mastering his fades. When TD tosses a used razor off the glass and into the trash, it is truly a thing of beauty. Number four, don't be afraid to look like a hobo. Coach Pop will go out for a nationally televised game with unbrushed hair and a wild, unkempt beard looking like he slept in the locker room. You think you're better than Coach Pop? The salon staff is a mix of barbers from all over the country. Some were great barbers five years ago. Some are unheralded barbers that Pop Clips has trained to be useful role barbers. And one of them is extremely talented. A once-in-a-generational talent, but he only does cornrows. Now, keep in mind, your favorite barber might be resting when you come in, and you'll get very little notice. That's to keep them and their scissors sharp for more important haircuts later in the season. Do they use clippers? Not right now, but they might be getting some old clippers this summer. They also don't serve pop chips. Popovich doesn't have time for those puns. Plus, you should really be drinking a nutritionally balanced cold-pressed juice so your hair can regrow quickly. Pop clips. Shave hair, not points. All right, guys, let's talk about the Western Conference here. Thank you to Pop Clips for sponsoring the podcast. We will not be hearing from you again next week. Um, (laughs) Golden State and Utah. This one's over, guys, right? Let's talk about the predictions real quick. Dave, that's me. (laughs) That's me, baby. I said five games. I said five games. I said five games. Uh-huh. Well, you spent a lot of time with the Utah Jazz. I did. Right I don't think before that's a you terrible had terrible prediction that. anyway. Yeah, they I, they could Utah, win tonight. They could win tonight. They won't, but they could. It is right now. The score is zero zero. It's tied. <laughs> so it was very possible that they could win. You God, guys, if the Warriors blew a three nothing lead. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they won't. 
Uh, and then you guys said sweep, which I think was probably the smart money. Joey, are you bored that Kevin Durant is so good? I do get bored. Uh, it's not that I'm bored that he's so good, but like I do get kind of bored when it's a Kevin Durant game. Like when everyone else is playing super well, I mean playing kind of badly like they were in game three, I get kind of bored because I'm like, Oh, this is just like watching a regular good basketball team now. It's like one guy dribbling around taking contested shots <laughs> and making them. Uh, but yeah, when it's a Kevin Durant game, I do kind of get bored. See, now I I like it because for years now, people have been saying, well, is Kevin Durant good enough? Is he mentally tough enough to really come correct in the playoffs? And to assert his dominance. Yeah, but that's stupid because the answer has always obviously been yes. Yeah, but people were bitching him out in the conference finals. His uh, playoff numbers are like in the top five like ever. There's a I just remember that play <laughs> against Memphis. I don't know if it was two years ago or three years ago where he was fouled on a three-point attempt and knocked out of bounds and he sunk a three yep. like horizontal to the ground. It was remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But zero rings, dog. This is rings culture. Who no cares? rings yet. Cares I just want to. I want to see him win the title, be Finals MVP, and prove well, he's that he's not winning fi- Finals MVP. Actually, Mark, if you can find a book that is already taking Finals MVP odds, I was looking when I was in Vegas last weekend and I couldn't find one. I would put so much money on Draymond Green to win Did the you say Finals Mark? MVP. Yeah. Who's That's our, who the guy who emailed our us about Oh, oh Vegas our guy. Stuff. Oh, I forgot about our guy, Mark. My yeah. bad, Mark. Hey, shout yep. to you, Mark. These are our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are finals MVP odds being taken. Draymond Green is 100% going to be the finals MVP if the Warriors win the championship. Yeah. He's been their best player in these I know, playoffs. I know. It, but, I mean, when he's playing up, out of his gourd. When they're matching up with Cleveland, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a different, different series than what we've seen the first two rounds from them because they're actually playing a team as good as them. Sure. It's going to be just, totally different. But you're right. A, you're 100% right about that. There's a theory that uh, Draymond Green plays better with Kerr not being the coach as well. That is also because right. that <laughs> no one stops him from taking threes, which he's been pretty good at. Right. Um, Kevin Durant also, in addition to having a really good series so far, has gotten into some fights. Not actual fights, but just like he's scrapping with Rudy Gobert. He told the Utah Jazz bear to get the fuck off the court. (laughs) Well, that bear, (laughs) as I've seen in the two Utah Jazz home games I've been to this season, spends a lot of time harassing people. Lots and lots of time harassing people. What kind of people? Black people? <laughs> it's no. like get out? No, 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 no. Just like just like mocking people's hairstyle. Like Jordan Hill when the the T Wolves were in town, he, uh-huh. he put on a, a, a dreadlock wig and uh st- stood next to Jordan Hill on, on this on the sideline. It's like yeah, come on, man. Really? So it is like get out. It is a little of, racist. Like, right. Wow. Uh, I guess I proved my point. Um, <laughs> is Kevin Durant the real supervillain here? Picking think, on French guys and mascots. I think he's the one guy who has really embraced that, whereas Draymond Green just is a supervillain. Uh, 
Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like, you know, the idea of putting things on Instagram that have a theme. But Kevin Durant is the one guy who's like, I think I think he was well aware of the reception he was going to get when he left Oklahoma City and just decided to lean into it. Are we talking about a dark muse cage situation? Oh, right oh my God. KD is definitely in his dark muse cage. Let's be let's be real, guys. <laughs> He's dark musing. He's been dark musing this entire. I season. mean, Draymond Green is dark musings. So <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, yeah, Draymond Green is a cave, basically. Like yeah. <laughs> he is the dark muse. It's like he, it doesn't even have to be a cage because his dark muse is yelling at him on every yeah, stoppage Green, of play. Draymond Green is a death eater for sure. So are we saying that Draymond <laughs> Green is Supreme Leader Snoke? And that Kevin Durant is uh, Kylo Ren in this situation? That he was tempted to the dark well, side? Kylo Ren kind of sucks, though. Yeah, yeah Kylo, but Kylo Ren's he's like not a really bitch. very good at being a Jedi. <laughs> it doesn't seem like. Or sure, a dark he's, he lord. doesn't really wield his lightsaber effectively. I also think probably I watch a lot of comedy, you know? There's nothing that was funnier than when Adam Driver took off that helmet and we saw his luxurious hair in <laughs> The Force Awakens. Really Apparently he's not wearing the helmet in the next movie, guys. Well, good. Keep Going that hair helmet. preserved. Yeah, it's very luxurious and beautiful. Um, when did you know, Joey, that Draymond Green was getting a technical? The second that Game 3 started. <laughs> I saw him. Like, I could have... I. It He's might have even been in the shooting in the shoot around when they cut to him at one point, and I was like, "He is getting a technical tonight." <laughs> I just knew. I've watched him enough to know when he's going to get a technical. Quarters before he gets a technical. When he got this technical, <laughs> he got a large amount of rope from the yes. officials. Like he like was he, yelling at he the guy. Yelled at them. He must not have cursed at first, yeah. because he complained a lot. Maybe like four different teammates got in his way. Yeah. And, and then, then they benched him. And then they benched and him. And he taunted the crowd he for a while. The crowd, and he still didn't get the technical from taunting the no, crowd. No, then right? he sat down and I read his lips. And he, after taunting the crowd, he sat down and looks right at Benny Adams and goes, Hey, Benny, that was fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like minutes after the play had happened. That's like a suicide by cop. Yeah. <laughs> How many technicals does he have to get in the playoffs to be suspended again? I think it's like eight. Okay. And how, he has one. Okay. He only eight. has one. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Adam Silver, the mastermind, the legend, <laughs> uh-huh. the GOAT commissioner, is like, listen, refs, the last thing we need in the round three of the greatest NBA Finals uh, series of finals there's ever been uh, is – Draymond Green being suspended again for one game. Mm-hmm. We don't want to question. We want this to be <laughs> yeah. two two powerhouse. We want we want Rocky Balboa against Ivan Drago. We don't want Rocky Balboa against Thunderlips. Yeah. Okay? Let's make it happen. Don't give him technicals unless he's really doing some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I think they're I think they really are trying to protect him. They're like, you know, they're they're only serving the Cavs sea bass. They stole <laughs> Kyrie Irving's Uncle Drew costume so he can't do any hijinks on the playground. They're uh, trying to get the Celtics eliminated as quickly as possible. Yeah, so I mean, the only the, that's really the right answer to this question. He's the most is, dangerous player in the league. <laughs> how do they get Kelly Olynyk out of that series? Yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I think uh, Draymond Green is going to be playing all seven games of that series. How would Utah, the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. not the state of Utah, do if they were in the Eastern Conference? They would be up three to one, I think. <laughs> I think they would Against. be putting a hurt on Washington or Boston. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, yeah, I think they'd be the two seed. Yeah. They're a good team. No, they're really good. No, they're so good that it's frustrating. I was it is frustrating to watch them play the Warriors because they do a thing that no one has been able to do against the Warriors in 2 years, which is uh maintain like not get hammered in runs. Right. Where like the Warriors will go on a run but they still keep it to twelve points instead of it being twenty six, well, like has other a teams. The game down a little bit. They're also just really good at uh, guarding the three point line. Mm-hmm. You know, Clay and Steph have not shot that well, but I don't think that's coincidental. And really, they only had a huge amount of success, basically running Kevin Durant into these sprint pick and rolls where he was basically going right at Rudy Gobert full speed. What we haven't had yet, guys, in this series, is a full Joe John seven-time All Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson performance. Well, you know and why though? Doing, why? It's because Andre Iguodala is guarding him just as eternity has spoken. <laughs> like uh. that, Andre Iguodala has been guarding Joe Johnson for as long as Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> It's the eternal struggle between good versus yeah. evil. But <laughs> between offense versus defense. Yeah, it's not even neither side is necessarily all good or all evil. It's just like polar opposites. It's the yeah. yin and the yang. You need balance. Yeah. Exactly. Well, balance to the force. And also it feels like Andre is just not really even letting him get the ball. Right. Because <laughs> he knows how dangerous he is. Yeah. I he agree. knows that this is the key to the series. It's it's the cobra and the mongoose. <laughs> I mean, Utah really had just hasn't had. Hayward's been very good, and uh-huh. I think Gobert's been really Gobert good Hayward's too. Hayward's been had, awesome. Gobert had his best game of the series or in the playoffs. I really, thought, I kind of thought Hayward was sort of overrated until this series. No, he I was really like, oh, he's tight. he's dope. Yeah, he's tight. You also that. you also look at that and you think, uh, why would he go to Boston <laughs> if he has this team around him? There's no reason. They're going to be good for a while. And it's I like Boston. I mean, is Boston that great a place to live? No, am I no. wrong about that? You can get to New York fast. Yeah, you can I mean, get it's to New York fine. fast. You can go from... to Feniel Hall. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah, like bars close super a, early. I think it's the history. Yeah, blue laws. It's the history. Yeah. You go to the Celtics to say you were a Boston Celtic. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason why um, anybody goes to the Lakers anymore. Oh, well, I'm a Laker now. Also, by the way, I really liked what i've seen of dante exum actually yeah he's been a useful role player uh i like how fast he plays he's not shooting terribly i mean yeah he needs to fix that but for a guy who's missed like two of his three seasons he doesn't look that out of place and he's still really young yeah he's yeah he i think he's gonna be a pretty good player as interesting as toronto and the Clippers are going to be this offseason because their team's on the decline. They're clearly on the verge of blowing everything up. The Jazz are super interesting because 
they're on the rise. They're getting better, and they have clear needs mm-hmm. that uh, could be met if they made the right moves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have trade assets that are going to be appealing to teams that are looking to trade superstars, but they're going to be good for a while, and they've got to be an appealing destination. They could sign Kyle Lowry. They could. Well, yeah, trade out George Hill for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, that's a that's a plus. Assuming that Kyle Lowry figures out how to play in the postseason. And that's a that's a team that lives and dies on the pick and roll. So why not have a really, really uh, effective driver as a point guard? Someone who can draw in double teams and all that stuff. But let's not get too far into the <laughs> off season. As I mean, I'm bored right now. As you can tell, I'm bored I know. <laughs> with the playoffs. Uh, but let's talk about who's going to win this series. I, I mean, we know who's going to win, but like, is it going to go? Four I think the Warriors five? close it out tonight. Yeah, I think it. I think that was. It's, it's unless Joe Johnson has a huge game, guys. Say his full. Say his full name. <laughs> uh, a seven-time All Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson. Might, Thank you. Might be the difference in in Game Four here tonight. We'll see. I'm hoping that they take one. Even though I want a faux 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 versus a faux faux faux, I do. Very much want to see Utah pull the game. I think the Cavs are dropping a game in this this next round. See, I think the Warriors are the team that drops a game because they're playing either San Antonio or Houston. Moving along to our next series, I predicted Spurs in seven. Mm -hmm. I stand by it. Sean, you said Spurs in six. Yeah. Joey Rockets in seven. You're the lone Rockets guy here. It's tied 2-2. Best of three series. San Antonio has home court advantage. Um, are these Rockets the closest team we've had to the We Believe Warriors? No, get that out of I your don't know mouth. Who said, How dare you? I didn't say who it. I'm just that? reading the rundown. Who wrote I don't know. That? Dom Pardo. I think I think there might be some parallels. Okay, well, walk us it, through. Yeah. Okay, so you have you have your 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 stud guys from a derailed franchise that come over are kind and of are rebirds. Well, I was I was going to say oh. that Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson are a lot like Al Harrington and Stephen Jackson, okay. and they All come right. over in kind of a similar. I mean, it wasn't a trade; they were both free agents, but it basically was a trade. Um, you've got yeah, you have like a, a guy with not the best body and a crazy beard who's like a scoring point, mm-hmm. taking things through. Um, they don't really have a center; they have like a young guy who just runs to the rim and grabs rebounds and blocks shots. Um, And even their reserves are seemingly all just other guards, even though sometimes those guards play power forward. Like, Eric Gordon is the backup power forward. Mm -hmm. That's weird. But Jason Richardson was the backup power forward. So, Actually, I guess Steven Jackson was the backup power forward. No, Michael Petrus was the backup power forward. I mean, but all these guys, (laughs) like... <laughs> like Sorry. Trevor, wow. not to get we believe deep, but but on for the, but for the Rockets, it's like who's who plays forward? Trevor Ariza, yeah. Eric Gordon. So is Trevor like, Ariza Matt Barnes in this situation? Um, he's more like Jason Richardson because he's scoring a yeah. ton right now, and it's weird. I mean, he's so not Lou really Williams just, is Monte Ellis. That's because he's kind of unplayable. Case. I mean, they yeah. are the same guy. <laughs> yeah, Lou had a pretty good game four. What he scored twelve points. Yeah, I mean that's and all you need. Like, that's all you needed. You know, is, actually, it, it 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 yeah. Well, we can get to that later. But it uh, is like the, the redemption of the mad genius coach too, well, right? If they win, 
Well, it's kind of a, it's like a revenge. Well, yeah, it's a revenge series for D'Antoni the same way it was a revenge series for Don Nelson playing Dallas. Um, And, you know, I, I don't know if Patrick Beverly, I guess Patrick Beverly's stack jack. Like, he's the most likely to get ejected no, he's from Matt games. Barnes. He is Matt Barnes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think it's I don't think it's a direct parallel, but I think they have a lot of, especially having been like a team that just couldn't get out of their own way for a couple of years, and suddenly, you know, Dwight Howard was basically Mike Dunley. Yeah, Jr. that was what I, that's the only thing <laughs> like I'm they, into they here excised. Is... <laughs> it's it's really just, it's mainly the era, the 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 style of play and two misfits in two disappointments out you know well i think we talked about this when we were previewing the playoffs that the rockets kind of a junky team when you just look at them on paper their roster they don't stand out as being very balanced or very deep but at the same time they play this style of basketball that's appealing when it's when it's working and when it's not james harden just flailing his arms in people's faces and getting fouls um I just I just don't think that they're really good enough in a lot of a lot of categories, and that leads our, to our next point. If San Antonio can stop either James Harden or the role players in these games, they can win. But they can't stop both at the same time, primarily because San Antonio is a little garbage defensively. We're no, talking they're about, not garbage defensively. Best, hold on, we're they're talking great to, defensively. <laughs> time out, time out. Let's just let's look at it. <laughs> let's look at it from the perspective of player to player. We're talking about Pau Gasol playing major minutes. We're talking about David Lee playing major minutes. They were exposed in Game Four. They got trounced in Game Four. Just stepped all over to the point where there were like seven minutes left, and Pop is playing just bench players. Yeah, but they got slapped around. I don't think I honestly don't think any of these blowouts have anything to do with what the Spurs do against the Rockets. Like this is the math problem like I've been talking about all season is like the Rockets shoot a billion threes mm-hmm. and they're streaky as hell and like can they do it four times against anybody? Well, you like, seem to think so. You picked the Rockets in the series. Uh, but that yeah, that's a question. Like, are the Spurs? I just couldn't tell watching the games where it they definitely changed their approach after game one and basically just dared them to take mid range jumpers. And it doesn't seem like the Rockets adjusted as much as Trevor Ariza and Ryan Anderson just hit a bunch of shots. Yeah, right. And that weren't super open. And then once they got a lead, uh, it just blew apart well then is the problem that san antonio just isn't scoring enough yes <laughs> i mean it's it's just interesting because i i honestly can't tell if they're if they were just playing great defense and sticking on the shooters or if it just depends on like what eric gordon ate for lunch i am <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's the latter like all of these guys have all, even James Harden, have always just been like streaky shooters. Like it's a team, either Trevor Ariza hits five shots or zero. It's been yeah. that way his entire career. Same with Eric Gordon, same with James Harden, same with, well, Ryan Anderson is a good shooter, but like. But he, he I think he was scoreless in game yeah, three. No, so. exactly. But it's, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, 
they're going to hit shots or they're not. Like, yeah. And can, are they going to hit shots in two more games? Well, who's going to hit shots for San Antonio? Well, I'm I would playing not. devil's advocate here, obviously, because I picked San Antonio to win the series in seven games. But Dwayne Dedman, Jonathan Simmons, who are these guys? Who are the guys on the bench who are going to be able to step up and score when Kawhi Leonard is not on the court? They really have one great player and a collection of stuff, you know, and they play well as a team and they have the best coach in basketball. But is that going to be enough to beat a team that scores this much? Maybe. It it, it almost feels like it's unpredictable. Like, like not just unpredictable, but you random? shouldn't. Yeah, you like <laughs> like, like it's a creative sh- like a like yeah. a, like a like a random like video game simulation. Yeah, yes. because you, sh- yeah. like you shouldn't bet on this because no. you know maybe Ryan Anderson will remember to put in his hotspot code, <laughs> and then the Rockets will get team fire and they'll be unstoppable, or you know they won't, and San Antonio will continue to play the normal stuff because they San Antonio was blowing them out too. Yeah. And yeah. the games that they won, they stomped them. So yeah. it's not like, it's not like San Antonio can't score on this premium Rockets defense. Right. Well, there's nothing premium about the Rockets defense. I mean, I think, the, I think the curious thing is like, if it seems like the Spurs have had success playing Kawhi at the four and then Gasol at center or Aldridge at center. And they don't like to do it for long stretches. And I just wonder if that's the adjustment they can make that will, you know, allow them to guard everybody and also just have more shooting. Well, I I said this Thursday, too. I still think we're getting one last great Manu Ginobili game here for his career. Mm -hmm. Like... He's due for one, and that's the guy who scores for the Spurs off right. the bench. And it'll be Lou Williams trying to shut him down. Exactly, <laughs> and he'll he'll have he'll it'll he'll have one crazy highlight, but he'll shoot like six for seven for like twenty one points or something. Does it matter that they don't have Tony Parker? Yes. Yeah, it sucks. He's <laughs> bad. He they he they need his scoring. Right. Because again, the Rockets are like a weird. They're like a, um, they're like a team of magic cards or whatever. <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> it's it's also not just it's not just you know you you can make up for some of Tony Parker by just playing Patty Mills more and that works fine. Mm-hmm. But then you have fifteen minutes of a rookie point guard, and again, you're just throwing a 10-sided die when you're like Jonte Murray he's probably in the best situation to succeed that anyone can be in but he's also you know 20 years old and he weighs like 150 pounds and yeah. there we go see what you do and Patrick Beverly is yeah Patrick Beverly is his opposite <laughs> number uh speaking of injuries Nene is out for the playoffs does that adversely affect Houston Going forward, it should. I mean, he's a valuable role player. Yeah, but he was kind of house money this whole time. Yeah, like you kind of expected him to go down about Christmas. Uh let's see. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Oh um, yeah. Well, I did want to ask. Tony Parker did have surgery on his quad tendon on Friday. Do we think that he has had sex since then? 
Uh, Wee Wee. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's... All that time in bed? He's Tony yeah. Parker, <laughs> baby. What else is he going to be doing, man? Rapping? Hope not. Um. All right. Now that we're here, best of three, who wins the series? Are you guys changing your picks? Or are you sticking with what you said back, back when? I do not think the Spurs will win in six games, but I'll still pick them in seven. Okay. I'm keeping my Rockets in seven, baby. Wow, after you just maligned them so much. You're I don't with r- really think I was maligning them. You're I'm maligning them a little bit. I'm just saying that's why they're unpredictable True. against anybody. They're unpredictable against the Warriors, even. So like, you think they win a game seven on the road? Yeah. All right. I All think right. Again, it doesn't matter. Like, the shots go in or they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't think they can do it twice. Yeah, their game is like it's a hundred dollar bill or it's a penny. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and I'm sticking with Spurs in seven. This is the only one we got anywhere close to, guys. Good job. Uh finally, this is the matchup we all care about. Really. Who cares about the fucking playoffs? Especially the second round. The twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen fantasy warriors are in the fantasy playoffs. And this might be their toughest challenge yet, because not only are they playing a, a tight-knit family unit, they're playing some cosmic motherfuckers. They're playing the Guardians of the Galaxy this week. Oh, in man. In tribute to the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, brought to you by Disney. What are they doing? Are they playing basketball? They're playing basketball. Oh, they're playing basketball? I think, yeah, that's fair. Galactic basketball? Guys, like, this is a fair... Like I try to make stuff. it not basketball when it's a very obvious <laughs> Warriors dominance in basketball, but this one... Let's see what the Guardians do on I mean, the court. The Guardians have like flying suits and stuff. Whatever okay. their fucking powers are. <laughs> Most important question, what planet are they playing on? Because the gravity will be different. Space gravity. They're playing on in that head yeah. from the first movie, that like skull. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what the gravity situation is, is uh, compared to Earth, but let's just go with that. They're playing in the skull. Yeah. It had a cool name. I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, next question. Are we talking about baby Groot? Are we talking about big boy Groot or teen Groot? There's, there's a, a teen Groot? There's a teen there's Groot. There's a teen Groot. Is you that, haven't seen is the that, movie yet? I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I was watching NBA basketball. Oh, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I was seeing movies. It's got to be. It's got to be full ass. Full it's ass full ass group, dude. Ass yeah, we're going yeah, full group. That's here. fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be easy full to call squ- plays. Full squad. Yeah. Um, so so what? How do you? What do you do with the guardians positionally? Okay, obviously Groot's, Groot's down big. low. He's yeah. a big man. <laughs> okay. He's got that. Drax is got, your power forward. Yeah, he's backing people down. Uh. Gamora definitely our our point guard here. No way. No, Gamora's the the, the raccoon's got to be the point guard. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's so small. <laughs> he's like a Chris Paul. I type. think Gamora's the three. Okay, okay. And then Star Lord's your two. Yeah, he's a classic, yeah. just like scoring. Yeah, <laughs> number two. And then guard. yeah, ra- raccoon is at power forward. No, I mean at point, point guard. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I like okay. I like that. I forgot about the raccoon. And then their bench players are Yondu. Yondu. Yeah. Uh, Which guy's Yondu? The guy, with the blue guy, Michael yeah, Rooker. with Michael the arrow. Ironside. He's not yeah. going to be any help. Rooker. Yeah, yeah Rooker. Sorry. Um, yeah. He's not going to be a good basketball. <laughs> uh, 
Do I, they get that CGI young Kurt Russell? No, <laughs> that terrible CGI young Kurt. No, because he's like a god figure. Okay, that, that's that's basically like um, putting a oh that do they he's get Adam that girl Silver, with the basically. Oh, the mantis? No. Yeah. No. No, because no. no. she's no, because I don't think she's gonna be physical enough to play basketball. Do they get that um, Gamora's get, sister? Nebula, uh, yeah. Nebula, okay. And I think they also get. But she could she could turn on him at any time, right? Oh, wild card. This is what like, if Doctor Who like gets to her? Yeah, this is like Matt Barnes. <laughs> uh, and then I think they also get James Gunn's brother, who plays the 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 rabbit. Do they get Stallone? No, Stallone's barely in the movie. Oh, he's so tight. You have to be in, it, in the Guardians. He's but, so tight in it. Yeah, he's, oh. it seems like he's having a hard time chewing on those words. He tries really hard. He though. Tries. It was nice to see him try. Um, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm used to his work in the Canelo Alvarez, the Tecate commercial. Hey, be bold. Oh, be bold, Canelo. Whoa. Hey, bad me the steroids. My body's mostly synthetic. No joke, seriously. It's it's hilarious. There's a fucking like a beehive, that he's boxing a beehive. That's his advice. Be bold. <laughs> hey, people, this is beehive. I did it. That's why my voice is like this. Doing in a boxing gym. I can talk about a hundred bees every day. That's why I talk like this. Hey, hey, people. <laughs> so good. And then he's like the steak switcheroo, where he's like, "How dare you grill that? St- All right, All right okay." Canelo Alvarez only knows two English words, and that's "be bolder," because <laughs> that's what he said. Be bolder, and he, and he throws that, the steak on the on the grill. Do like, you feel? Are they making a pun about the be bold? Be bold, oh. bold. Yeah. God but what, damn it! What, what's bolder about not putting a steak on your face and instead doing the intended purpose, uh, purpose of, of yeah. the steak, which is to eat it? I don't fucking know. Hey, Canelo. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, be bold. Throw the fight. Uh, oh, I'm just saying, you uh, can throw the fight. Uh, That'd be bold. I want to give the Guardians Howard uh, the Duck. Uh, work for uh, scale. Uh, be bold. Uh, <laughs> Howard the Duck I'm, is not in the Guardians. I'm of the giving. Galaxy. I'm giving him Howard the Duck. Fine, he's useless. He's in both movies. He can. He can. He can uh, guard the raccoon. No, he's on the the, the uh, Guardians. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were giving the Warriors <laughs> no. Howard the Duck. <laughs> He should guard the record. Are they going to the bench much, the Guardians? I don't feel like they they get a lot of fatigue. No, they're in trouble on the... They're in trouble if they have to. That's for sure. Yondu? Yeah, Yondu. Yondu's coming on. We need a clutch shot. He's like blowing. He's like whistling. And the refs are like, no, you can't actually do that on the court. And then he's like... I need to go sit on the bench again. <laughs> he'll deflate <laughs> the basketball with that needle thing. But I, but he's not allowed to whistle because of the refs. So right. he'll just get an so automatic w- technical. Would the whistling, though, of the referees cause the Yeah, would cause that the cause thing? the arrow to start oh, flying around? Oh, God, that's a real wild card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's, let's talk about the matchups. I think, he gets, I think he's ejected very early from the mm-hmm. game. Let's talk about the matchups. Okay. Let's yeah. not worry about the bench because the fucking bench is trash. Uh, I'd rather have uh, the Celtics bench than the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> bench. All right, so we got Rocket Raccoon marking Versus Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. <laughs> I think Steph's going to take this raccoon. It's because he's played with Chris Paul, though. I do think Rocket Raccoon could be a pretty effective player, but the problem is that he's just played human Rocket Raccoon so many times. <laughs> like, won't shut up. 
flopping around, real Beverly? violent. No, <laughs> Chris, Paul. Chris Paul. Is... Oh, Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and a lot of promotional tie-ins with other products that aren't directly the... related. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we get too deep into this, the ball is huge compared to the raccoon. He can't even dribble. Yeah, but he holds that giant gun. Yeah, but he... that's you can't. I mean, it's different when you're not trying to bounce it. Like, how is he going to control the ball? Doesn't he have thumbs? He has, like, cyber... Isn't he, like, a cybernetically enhanced... Yeah, but that thing is... It's like it's like having your cat try to dribble a, a full-size basketball. He's like the anti-Kawhi Leonard. How's he going to catch it with those little tiny paws? He's not. He's going to be a terrible I think guard. Rocket Raccoon can dunk, though. He doesn't have the rockets. Yeah, but I still think he can dunk. You think he can you jump You saw him climbing, ar- climbing around on those trees, fighting those space pirates... I think he can climb. I don't know if he can jump. He can climb off Groot. I bet. Oh he yeah, he's gonna need. They're to gonna run. do that. So yeah. they're gonna do like a like a pick and grow. Yeah, where he, like Groot sets a screen and they try to stick with the raccoon, but actually the they're branch has led all the way to the basket. And it's not traveling because Groot doesn't have the ball, and technically Rocket's not walking. Yeah, he's just on top of a dude. Yeah. All right. Well, They're going to run that play a lot. That's I think. that's going to be huge. <laughs> hey, good luck, Javale McGee, guarding a tree. Yeah, that is the real. Like, I think Drax is going to suck at basketball, and also not understand the rules of the game. Like he's it, just a constant double dribble violation. He's going to get three seconds in the key constantly, and just argue the case of like this is not a key. <laughs> yeah, it's a rectangle. <laughs> Can we um can we make one adjustment to the Warriors? Can we add Tree Rollins to guard Groot? Is that out of the question? Do you think they would just like stare into each other's eyes? And yeah, they speak the same language. Well, I you? actually think Groot is weirdly like Javale McGee, yeah. personality wise. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah, like teenage Groot and Javale McGee are probably on the same wavelength. Yeah, jug life. True. Yeah, <laughs> you know Groot's all about this jug life. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about then Clay Thompson and Star Lord. I don't see how Star Lord guards Clay Thompson. Yeah, no way. I mean, he does have godlike powers as well, but only, only on, the on that planet. Only on Ego's planet. Yeah. yeah well, Do you sure. think he has like a three point gem? Like an infinity stone, yeah. That is that makes him like really good at shooting, like infinite buckets. I could yeah. see that weird mask that Star Lord has, though, weirding out Clay Thompson. Yeah, if he's high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, what's going to happen is at halftime, Clay's going to ask about the mask and learn how you can smoke weed in it. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I, I bet you could get pretty fucked up. Yeah, that. you uh, hot box that mask. Yeah. That might be a wash, actually. That matchup. Yeah, somebody's washed in here, and it's Clay Thompson. <laughs> Star Lord's going to town on him. Uh, all right, Gamora and uh, Durant. Durant. Oh, she's boy. not long enough, but she's what are really her, athletic. What are her she powers? She, well, she was created she's by Thanos. Thanos. She's yeah. like um, the ultimate assassin. And so she's really athletic. Yeah. But she doesn't have like... She can probably dunk. Yeah. Yeah, let's be real. She's like a, a green alien. She can she's dunk. really fast. Mm-hmm. She jumps around. She's got a sword. Do they put... Now, is that going to be difficult with Groot that you've got all these speed players around him? Well, yeah, because the, the, the floor spacing is fucked. Totally fucked. I you think Gamora can drain some threes. 
Yeah, sure, but uh, Drax cannot. Well, no, no, Drax is totally <laughs> useless. Uh, Drax think, is their worst player. Yeah, I think we've established that he is just a black hole on both sides. <laughs> and also, again, the key rectangle thing. I, I do he, think that happens a lot. <laughs> I think he sets good screens, but he's not ever rolling. Right. You know what I mean? Like he he'll get in someone's way and well, free up some time. He'll actually but then roll. The, yeah, do a barrel roll. Yeah, it just leads to a double team I don't when they think, ignore him. I don't think he would understand that you have to dribble ever. Yeah, no. When way. you move, or he'd just start grueling. You know, it'd be too literal. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So obviously, Groot has to be double teamed. So Draymond is on is on Groot, but also you're gonna have to have somebody shade over whenever the ball gets into the post. Well, I don't think you have tree. to guard Drax. Yeah, right. So uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about one player who's totally useless, mm-hmm. who you don't have to guard at all. You got a double team on the tree. <laughs> um, and then Gamora is going to be a sharpshooter. Sounds like we've established yeah. that she's a good uh-huh. shooter. Um, so maybe maybe Groot draws a triple team because he's a tree and he's gigantic. But because Rocket is jumping on top of Groot most of the time to score, <laughs> that means his man is also guarding the tree. I also don't. I think the Guardians are going to have a hard time not screaming at each other the entire time. That's true. And, like, I don't know how much Rocket's going to pass. Are we saying they're like. The bulls? No, they remind they me. Scream of, at each they other got a lot of pass. alphas. Yeah. They, they remind me of uh, the Durant Thunder. I think. Okay, interesting. <laughs> All right. Are you are you talking about Ennis Cantor's mobility? Is he in the paint? I mean, Ennis. No, Ennis Cantor is Drax because he's essentially unplayable, but they have to play him. Right. Well, I think Ennis Cantor scores a little bit more frequently than Drax will. Sure, yeah. but I think Drax is more of a defensive presence. Probably because yeah. he'll, he'll foul out early, though. Because I feel like that's the. I mean, I really think it's going to come down to a lot of officiating because uh, there's going to be some technical. Fouls. You got to try and foul that tree out. Yep. How are you going to get the tree angry though? Groot's it's always mad. No, Groot's pretty chill. When fights start, yeah, Groot gets true. mad. So uh, I think maybe what the Warriors <laughs> are really doing is not so much because they're going to be playing Draymond Durant. Clay, Steph, your fifth guy is just an irritant every time. It's Matt Barnes. It's Zaza. David West. It's Zaza. It's JaVale. Like, it's all of them just sort of confusing him. Zaza's yelling at him in Georgian. Um, I think the I think the ultimate key to this game is going to be, let's just assume for, for the sake of it, that going to a, another planet really helps Steve Kerr's back. Oh, well, I was thinking no, space but, but, technology would help well, his well, back. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, like he's able to coach, and his brilliant idea, hack a Groot, baby. Oh, hack man. a Groot. There's hack no way Groot. Groot's gonna be. He's gonna. He's gonna throws. literally fall apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get an axe and cut him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is clearly what you have to do. You have to get. You have to. Somehow get Groot out of the game and Yondu in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in trouble if 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 either Groot's shooting a bunch of free throws or he fouls out. Yeah. So I think Hack a Groot <laughs> is is the master key that unlocks this mm-hmm. game for the Warriors. And who's who's coaching the Guardians? Is it John C. Riley? 
Um, that's a good question. I feel like Yandu's player coach. No, it's uh, Stan, uh, Stan Lee. Oh, Stan Lee oh, in a cameo. <laughs> Stan Lee hasn't watched basketball since George Mikan. Excelsior! <laughs> They're in trouble then. Fucking That's two Stan tacticals Lee. on Drax. He's out of the game. Oh, does he get a no prize? No, he has to leave the arena. What? Who let you in here? Hello, fellow adventurers. It is I, the Why? magnificent Stan Lee. Why do you hate being at home so much? <laughs> So uh, I think it's clear dubs take it, yeah? I think the dubs it's take it. It's very close. It's a many, good battle. This is a, a best of seven because we're in the playoffs. It is so. very close. It goes to game seven overtime, I think. Yeah, no. but hack a group. Yeah. Hack a group, baby. Uh, I'm going with seven games Warriors as well, Sean. Dubs and six. I think Whoa. They, <laughs> well, I think I think they just get a space game. That's all. Yeah, I, okay, because since it's a series, we're yeah. going from Oakland to space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cosmic. I think, cosmic they get a, yeah, I think they get a game in, in, in space. That's all. All right, yeah. well, there you go. But it's very close. Yeah. Flat the W, Dubaru. We're on to the next round for the Warriors. Who could it be next week? Will it be John Cena and Aaron Taylor Johnson from the movie The Wall? No, probably not. We do uh, know is that, that LeBron's oh, movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. LeBron, Chris Hardwick, John Cena. Maybe the wall, various wall type. Pink Floyd participates in this. Now we'll see who who it is next week. It will not be related to the movie The Wall, though. Um, another huge win. I mean, the Warriors just cannot be stopped. Have they lost at all since the playoffs started? I think they lost. I want to say they got a loss, but I can't remember. Dubaru lost. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Uh, Sean, anything you want to promote today? A uh, bunch of yard barker stuff, my awards column, referee hotline, and I'm writing a uh, Cavs Warriors preview this week. Ooh, because... Might as well get ahead of the curve. Yep. Because Lord knows that's what's happening. Joey. Oh, wait, before before we get to Joey, hold on. I just want to promote myself at Dave underscore Schilling. And, of course, I'm, as always, on Bleach Report. Fairly regularly, Joey. Where can we find you on Twitter? Oh well, I have a show to plug. Oh first. shit! <laughs> I'm really excited about my Frankie Muniz transition. Uh, May 27th at Doc's Lab in San Francisco. I'll be hosting Picture This. Just in time for the Western Conference Finals. Uh, it's gonna be a great show. Last last year, I was hosting it when Clay Thompson had that monster game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So that was depressing. Because I didn't get to see it when it was happening live. All right. Um, and where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Frankie Muniz. Okay. Where this week I tweeted, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but old school Creed pumps me up. <laughs> Hashtag facts are facts. That's the first wow. time I ever retweeted you slash Frankie Muniz in my life. <laughs> that was a good ass tweet. Damn. One of the better tweets of all time. All right, guys. As always, trust the process and... Uh, be bold. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go home. Real one since day one. Don't believe me, niggas say something. MCM on the backpack. Real hitters in the backpack. Zo two time DC. Worldwide set out triple B's. From the mill to the IE. Just got done with a shopping spree. Hit the lot. I had to cop the G. Time and chain Maserati with the whip like it's stolen. Yeah, gotta watch out for patrolmen. Cut them boys, they be roaming. Shooting shit, not knowing. Shooting shit with no conscience. 
I be ballin' like I'm sponsored On the beat, man, I'm a monster Always actin' where you're askin' Felt the heat, but I'm hotter You a king, I'm still your father Simba, nigga, I'm Mufasa See the crime and then I conquer Just to hit y'all with another I be ballin' with my brothers Had to do it for the culture Old faces like them boulders, y'all hating and we know this Angry faces when you postin', but I gotta stay focused Dead weight on my shoulders, talk trash, get dumped Straight shots, no pumps, need help, no stunts Hit him, L1, hold up, let me switch it up That was that hoop lingo, mama, yo, boy, taking off Mike Jordan from the free throw, I don't want you, he can keep you Good looking, but you see through Your team, then my people, you other problems never equal Being ballin', I just added rapping Remove the fake, yeah, that's attraction Divide my time Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.